0: Tantrum House Board Gaming Podcast is recorded live from Studio WKRD in Greenville, South Carolina. This podcast is brought to you by our friendly local game store, BoardWalk, purveyors of fine games. Fezier Games, the new classics. AEG, we make fun. The Game Steward, your second chance at Kickstarter games. And Game Toppers LLC, upgrading your gaming experience. Your hosts are here to help you sort through the cardboard commotion to help you find the diamonds in the rough. So, buckle up. Especially if you're driving right now, because you're about to arrive at the Tantrum
1: House.
2: Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. Today we got Will Meadows, Sarah Meadows, Ryan Pills, Anna Hendrick. Ryan Hendrick and Psychic Larry in the, the house. Woo-hoo. Got an exciting episode for you guys. We have a bunch. Honestly, there's so much going on right now. I am a little under the weather, so you get to listen to me slobber and all the good things as well. Loud swallowing. Mm-hmm, for sure. With lots <clears> of ums <throat> thrown in. And uh, we're going to be talking about all kinds of crazy stuff. We've got a Kickstarter that is going live right now. Season 10. we got to talk about. We've got a 24-hour game-a-thon that just I think in real time happened this past weekend that you have to go back and watch and check out. We got games coming to Kickstarter. We got games that we've been playing recently. And we've got new people in the house that we also have to play a game with later in the episode. So get ready for all that excitement. Let's begin, as we always do, by talking about some of the games that we've had on the table most recently. Ryan, what have you guys been playing?
0: So I went over the Labor Day weekend to my wife's mother's house. She lives with her parents. So it's my... Wife's mom and my wife's grandparents. And we normally will play a game with them while we're there. They play games like sequence, triominoes, you know, regular dominoes. These are classics. These are good. We're like, okay, we're going to push them a little bit. We're going to play code names. So we played two rounds of code names where they were guessing, and we were like, okay, they're getting it. Like they understand the game now. It's time for them to give the clues. They were they did not understand that. <laughs> so they're giving clues, and uh, I'm on the team with her pops. And he kept saying, oh, I just keep giving clues that
3: are too easy. Like, I'm on your team. You're supposed to be giving me easy Help clues. Us out. That's how my dad was playing when we first taught him. He's like... Do I give a really hard clue? It's like uh, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> We're trying to win. Yeah. So he he'd give me a clue, and I'm like,
0: this has no connection to any of these words. I have <laughs> no idea. So I'm like, how how far removed is this clue that he's trying to tie more than one? And then he, I realized, oh no, he's just giving me hard clues because he started doing like inferior one like none of these words are synonyms for inferior <laughs> what could he possibly be meaning he
2: said what and
0: then at the end of the game like we we thought they understood how this uh, how the clue card worked and then it turned out uh, they they weren't even giving clues <laughs> for their color <laughs> words randomly they were doing <laughs> three words t- trying to tie them Ooh. together and then being surprised when they it's were having to put color. out the wrong color card was, like, <laughs> what what were what did you think? The, I don't even know how you, what the wrong rules were that you thought. Like What I game were comprehend. you playing? Yeah, it was, it was intense, but oh. it was a lot of fun.
2: And I assume that was just the words. You weren't even doing pictures or anything oh, exciting. No, just the words. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Larry, you got anything on the table recently? Did you play Q-Birds earlier today? <laughs> oh, we did play Q-Birds. <laughs> don't worry, guys. It's a quick
3: 10-minute game. That takes probably 30 minutes to play. (laughs) I don't know what happened. Uh, Yeah, I don't know what happened. What happened? Well, it was an interesting game uh, by Pandasaurus. Uh, It it was... It does say 20 minutes on the box, so at least
2: it split the difference between us. Yeah, right
3: right in the middle. We are probably around 20 minutes. Um, It's just a set collection type game where you are trying to collect
2: birds uh, from the board or the market area they're all um, sitting in a row on the barbed wire fence and so you're trying to get them into flocks oh they're supposed to be on a fence
3: <laughs> Yeah, look at all over you can see from the picture or is that an electric wire it could be but it's <laughs> mostly a barbed wire looking fence <laughs> um but yeah so in order to collect the card you have to play a similar card on the other end of the fence to collect everything in the middle um it's a uh interesting mechanic uh when you're playing it um it's a real easy, quick game.
2: I that's, lost, that's so I said. it was real terrible. Easy and
3: quick. Mm. Not fir-
2: ten minutes, though. The first time I played it, it did go quick. I don't know how. Second time, Maybe now same number of players. It took it significantly <laughs> longer than the second time. I don't know what happened. Definitely playing wrong. I enjoyed the first the, the first. Yeah, very possible. I enjoyed the art style. It's got this like cubist looking thing going on, like three D. look kind of like Minecraft, if it was attractive <laughs> birds or something. I don't know. That's kind of fun. I enjoyed the art on it.
4: Cube art, not. Cubistic art. Cubirds <laughs> is the
2: name of the game. So we'll go with that. Excellent. Ryan and Anna, you guys been playing anything? Uh
1: yeah, we took So Clover over to Ryan's family house this weekend. So we were playing with uh some of his extended family, aunts, uncle, cousins. Um my cards were very difficult to match together.
3: Did you guys play hard mode? Flip them over randomly or did you put them together? Oh, uh, we, we flip them
1: over. Play yeah, randomly. Yeah. I didn't realize that was an option.
3: Is
2: it? Are we just cheating
1: over here? What's the
3: Yeah, it sounds like there's cheating. I just call it hard <laughs> mode and maybe I made up the
5: easy mode. <laughs> uh, okay, maybe you did. But yeah, yeah, I had uh two of my cards were Winter and Grenade, so I put Stalingrad and they got it. Wow. I, mean, I was very surprised. I was trying to think of something funny and I couldn't. So I just I thought But World War 2 camp. II.
1: Butcher camp. Butcher camp.
5: Butcher <laughs> Camp. You put murder. That sounds like a horror, yeah, horror movie. Yeah, yeah, so kind have like a horror movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, other than that, we recently played the Guild of Merchant Explorers, is that what mm. it's called? Yeah, we, I, I, I had never played that one before, and that was a ton of fun. Really yeah. enjoyed that.
0: Excellent game.
1: It was great. Yes. After the third round, when I realized I had done everything incorrectly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. As far as great <laughs> points.
3: I did not win.
1: But would love to get it back <laughs> on the table at some point.
3: Yeah, you got to make those villages out there.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh, yes. What did you think of endless winter? I thought it was.
5: Uh, it's pretty good. There's a lot of a lot of mechanics that you're juggling uh, at any given moment. So you're playing about four different games when you're playing the one game. I would like, so I did okay. I didn't do as well as I was hoping I would do. I would be interested to play it again just to give it another shot now that I know what I'm doing. So um, I uh, that would be nice to accomplish. <laughs> what about you? What do you think?
3: It's definitely one of those games where you you probably need to play it a couple times to get the feel of it. Because it is definitely one of those point salad games and you score a ton of points, all kinds of different ways and you have to make sure that you plan your turns out correctly If you plan them out wrong then you run out of food or tools or cards and everything points (laughs) right yeah but finding the combos and knowing what works
5: how
2: to keep your economy
5: going yep interesting
2: yeah it's one of the ones from fantasia games so it's in that same level of difficulty as like unconscious mind which is one of their newest ones um we got to play it quite a while back and really, really did enjoy it. You are right, though. You got to play it like two or three times to even know what to do.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we had to... It was a learning game for us, so we had to go through the rules. It took us a minute to get started (laughs) and to set up the game. There's a lot of setup, for sure.
2: Sarah and I... Oh, sorry. Sarah and I just started playing My Island with Jonah and Chantel. Mm
4: -hmm. I love tile games. I'm usually first or second place on most tile games all three games that we've played so far i am in dead last uh. not <laughs> even close i don't know what's happening really i there's only like three rules of the game and i am in dead last
2: we're all playing the same tiles on our turn we're all we can stick them wherever we want to there's very few limitations at the beginning of the game other than that we've got to play like along the beach edges and I don't feel like I got too lucky, but I did crush it one or two of the oh, games. Gotta be
4: cheating or something. I I just don't know how you have like six or seven more points than me every Time. single game.
2: You're, you're probably tired. It's probably a long day. <laughs> is that is that getting killed? Being beat by six or seven points in that this seems one, crazy, right? It doesn't. It's not a very big point spread. The thing is like. The very first round of the game is literally place these tetromino tiles, tetromino's not the right size, but hex combinations, and the houses icons that you place on the beach you get points for. So we should all have like 22 points at the end of the game.
4: Yeah, we should have almost exactly the same amount of points. And somehow I'm like five points below everybody else.
2: Womp womp. We'll see how it goes. There's like 24 or something scenarios in the game. Uh I'm sure you'll get the swing of you it you got 24 games point. to get in.
4: <laughs> Maybe. This is just my way of losing everything at the beginning so I get all the bonuses. Ooh. The and then, word
2: for me with
3: Sagrada. Then
4: I can come back and win it in the end. Do you Speaking, get
3: loser bonuses? You do.
4: Speaking of Sagrada, I heard that somebody planned another campaign of that.
5: Yes, Anna and I played with Jonah and Chantel, and we played through the entire thing. It was an absolute blast, and Anna took the whole thing home. Whoop-whoop. She just stole it? That's and impressive. N- no, oh, you won, I won the game. game. Got <laughs> it. She, she did that well, too. She also, took the and game. She, and she stole it. It was really, it was thug. But
1: well, Ryan also took second. So both Jonah and Chantel had played before, and we were new to playing Artisans, and I took first and Ryan took second
2: second how nice it's like we didn't even were we no competition for them at all they learned nothing (laughs) from playing with us (laughs) apparently not they got worse ashamed (laughs) excellent stuff all right well let's take a quick jump from here into our kickstarter conniption
4: kickstarter conniption This episode, we'll be talking about three games coming to crowdfunding during the middle of September 2023. Ryan, go ahead and start us off.
0: Coming to GameFound from Game Brewer on September 18th is Bone Wars. So guess what the theme of this is?
3: Skeletons.
0: Yeah, I thought it was some sort of undead, like... Skeletons fighting skeletons. Dinosaurs. No, it is about the great dinosaur rush in the... Ah. Uh, Paleontology. I don't know. It's not the Midwest. It's not the West Coast. It's just... Oh, like the Rockies. Like Wyoming, Colorado, that area. They got some dinos out yeah, there. I don't know what part of the West that is. Just the West. The West. In the West. Okay. The mountain time zone. Yeah. That was a little bit of a rabbit trail. But anyway, <laughs> so I guess there's like... In American history, there was some sort of uh, rivalry between two main paleontologists, and this is kind of exploring that. So you have paleontologists that can take different actions. You are trying to uncover bones, discover new species. Occasionally, you'll find a minor find, which is like a fossil or something you sell on the black market. And then you can uh, publish... Like a dissertation or something, and then uh, refute somebody else's dissertations, and you're kind of earning points. And I guess you're earning it towards one of these two paleontologists that like you've you have like loyalty to, but you can switch loyalties to try to like get more points at different points in the game. It sounds involved. <laughs> the I, intrigue we never yeah, knew d- <laughs> paleontologists yeah. were there's, stabbing each other in does, the back. <laughs> it yep. does sound like there's some backstabbing. Um, it looks. Pretty sweet. So, if it sounds interesting to you, check it out.
2: Bone Wars. How does it look? Is it like dark and intense, or is it like crazy um, and fun? What's it the kind uh, of
0: reminds me of? Is um, it looks
2: historic.
0: No, can't even think of. There was like a mathematician game. <laughs> I, I know, I know what I, you're talking about. It's, it reminds uh, me of that one.
4: Lovelace and Babbage. Yeah,
0: Lovelace and Babbage. That I mean, that's kind of what I historic think of when I look at the art, art style
3: a lot of brown for the dirt yeah
0: i mean paleontologists wore brown and tan right (laughs) right yeah got it (laughs) (laughs) so it's like indiana jones without the whip and stealing cultural artifacts Mm. well maybe there is stealing i don't know probably there's some backstabbing so check it out stealing their
2: works of literature
0: september 18th sarah what do you got
4: uh coming september i believe it's 12th i'll look that up real quick Flock Together from Sea Cow Games. This is from designer Matt Mundy and artist from the famed Andrew Bosley. This is a 1 to 5 player cooperative game about chickens. So you will have a unique character chicken that you will be playing with and you will be working together to try and um, ward off some of the predators that will be trying to attack the coop, so there is um, weather conditions you'll have to deal with, and then predators will be able to grow stronger. So this, if you think of um, maybe some of the Everdell art, it has a little bit similar feel because it is also animals. Um, but in this one, a unique feature is that every character is going to have their own little booklet. So a lot of games I know, they have a character that might be able to upgrade over the course of the game. And they may do that by, you can put some cubes to mark spaces on a card or on a player board. But this one, instead of doing, or maybe you get a second card to replace the one with the upgraded character. This has a booklet that you're going to flip through and... And the one side will have the new illustration of the character, and then the other side will have the new stats of the character. So it was an interesting way for you to walk through leveling up a character instead of just marking or getting a different card. So I thought it was very interesting. The Predators, however, can also be upgraded as they become more powerful in the game. So um, this is a um, nice family weight style game. Um, where you'll be working cooperatively as a flock of chickens.
2: Yeah, well, I got a chance to play this one when we were at Southern Fried Gaming Expo. Did you play it there as well? Or did you see it?
4: I got a detailed overview. I didn't get to actually try any turns myself, but I did get a great chance to look at all the characters and the artwork and components.
2: Yeah, there's there's tons of characters in this game. It's crazy. The number of playable chickens that you can choose from is... Stupid high. <laughs> I don't remember how many it is. I think it's, it's like about, a four-player game. Yeah, but there's like three times the number of chickens that you can choose to play from. They all have unique player powers with unique upgrades. And then same goes for the bad guys. You can, um, like the main bad guy gets additional buffs, but then all the other bad guys have multiple levels as well, and it's all illustrated by Bosley, and it looks really, really good. The game was a lot of fun. The um, uh, comp- components in the game, I don't like the resources or whatever, you eat food. And there's like six different kinds of resources for food, but you won't, like they all represent the same thing. Which is, so it's just like unique pieces of food. It doesn't matter if you have the worm or the cricket or the bug, but they're all in there. So really went above and beyond on the art. It looks really gorgeous, and it was a good gameplay experience. I enjoyed it. Yep. Check that one out.
4: So that will be uh, coming to Kickstarter on uh, September 12th. Well,
2: probably the 12th. I've never done the dates ever. If you've ever gone back to listen to our episodes, I've never said the dates of the game. (laughs) I can't be held responsible. The game that I'm looking at, though, is Mystic. Nope, sorry. Close. Mythic Mythic Mischief Volume 2 uh, from Ivy Studios. This is a standalone second version, second edition game uh, for Mythic Mischief. Yep, I said it right, which is an abstract strategy game. It's got some really cool, chunky uh, figurines that you are moving around in a library and you're trying to uh, move bookshelves to cause other players to get like everybody moves kind of chess like where they've got specific patterns that they move in. And you're trying to get other players caught by the oh, no, I can't remember the name of the guy is like the Tome Raider or something. And you're trying to be the last man standing in this new version. I think it's a similar gameplay mechanic, but you're in a brand new scenario. I think you're out in a garden this time, and there are new characters, new players, new abilities, new powers. And I believe it says it integrates with the original game. It doesn't say how, but I assume you basically just stick the two boards together, and now you've got twice the play space to be able to play in. It is a standalone, so you can just play it as is, or you can put it together with the other copy of the game. So if you have Mystic... Mythic Mischief, <laughs> the My original, and you enjoyed it, uh, this will pre- probably be a great addition. If you've never tried it, you can just jump in with this one, and it's a standalone as well. Ivy Studios does a great job with their minis, with their art, with their, like, all their boards always work really well and hold everything nicely. So I'm sure if you're looking for a deluxified gaming experience, you're going to want to check out Mythic Mischief Volume 2 from Ivy Studios on Kickstarter sometime soon. What was the date? Sometime soon. <laughs>
4: September 12th. And then we have one last Kickstarter we'd like to talk about, and that is the Tantrum House Season 10 Kickstarter! Let's do it!
2: Sound effects. There it is. We got the sound effects in there. Excellent stuff. Yeah, if you are not aware, our Tantrum House Season 10 Kickstarter is live right now. You can go check that out. You can either find the link on our website or you can go search on Kickstarter for Season 10 Tantrum House. You should be able to find us. We have hopefully at this point this is a week out we should hopefully have hit our goal let's, let's hope fingers crossed woohoo celebrate <laughs> yeah, congratulations hopefully we'll find out <laughs> more gunfire you should go <laughs> check it out if not just in case help us out and get us up there um, we've got some of the we've got all the normal stuff we've got the promo cards we've got some new ones that are limited edition and have tantrum house art on them which is cool we've got some brand new t-shirts that you're going to want to check out we've got the bags and the dice and the dice trays and all the fun expansions uh and then the newest thing this year is that we've got some pretty cool i'm pretty sure they're pretty cool uh roll and Write games these are going to be print and plays we're not publishing them but we've designed them and uh, we want to get them into you guys's hands sarah give us a rundown of some of the print and plays that they're going to be able to find
4: so we have one that is an expansion print-and-play for Rolling Realms by Stonemaier Games. So it is a Tantrum House-themed roll-and-write. Uh, we have the an, an expansion page to roll to the top from All Play. Uh, we have a new, brand new... So for
2: those two, if you... Own those games.
4: Yeah, if you own those games, you can add these expansion sheets to those games. You'll need the base game to play. The other two games, however, are brand new standalone games. So one of them is just a Tantrum House themed roll and write that we have co designed with Richard Lanius. And this is, uh, it'll be a dice roller type game. And then we also have one that was designed by a friend of ours inspired by the game New York Slice by Bezier games by Jeffrey Aller. So this is uh, designed by Jim Pridgeon and we helped turn a um, prototype board game into a print and play a bowl game.
2: Yeah, we've been playtesting it with him for a little while now. He he came up with the idea uh, for a pick-up-and-deliver roll-and-write game and themed it around the whole pizza thing, the I split, you choose, I'm going to roll the dice, you get some, I get some. And then he really put together a pretty neat little game that he was hoping, I think, at one point, to like actually get published and... This was kind of which could
4: still happen yes yeah, yeah. we're just doing a print and play version
2: yeah absolutely and so we kind of streamlined it a little bit down to the the essentials so that we could make it a print and play and then I was able to put some art on it and we've got it out there available you can try it out it's a lot of fun it's um it's got some kind of neat mechanics going on where you are revealing uh, what the location is by the, the normal reveal-and-write st- style where you flip one card and it gives you the, the chart location.
4: Coordinates. Yeah,
2: that's a good word for it. And then you will collect pizza toppings and you're going to go deliver them to different locations. And then you're doing it all on the map of New York. And so all of the different areas of the city have different bonuses or limitations. Like around Times Square, it's going to cost you more movement. but
4: in But if you head to NYU college students are going to want any pizza that you have. So you're going to get tips for delivering anything. Even if it's the wrong pizzas, they'll still eat them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Fun stuff. So definitely check those out. Uh, Check out all the art. We also do have a limited edition tantrum con t-shirt on there. Normally we just do tantrum house shirts on our Kickstarter, but we do have tantrum con coming up with, we got to talk about that in this episode too. There's so many things. Uh, Tantrum con is coming up in January, January 25th through the 28th. If you pick up this shirt now, this is the only time you can get it. It won't be available at the con, but you can show up with your cool Tantrum Con wizard shirt on. We might have secret bonuses for you if you do it. I'm just saying. I already talked to Monica. She said thumbs up. So it's going to be great. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 yes,
2: three few, few views in one episode. Crushing it. Excellent stuff. So uh, be sure to check out Tantrum Con, Tantrum House Kickstarter. As I mentioned, we also will, by the time this goes live, we'll have just played our 12-hour game-a-thon. Um, it was amazing right so we're great. still exhausted what was your favorite game ryan that we played during uh, uh, all
0: of them i mean i won every game i played oh, he was so. amazing
2: <laughs> we, we are going to play emerge we didn't talk about that any what do you think of emerge from pandasaurus Is that what Trump?
0: well i feel like i need to read the rules but <laughs> having played it i i think there's a good game there oh. i didn't see the game until like round seven but <laughs> did you emerge funny. as the winner no, I emerged as one of the last place people. Were you? I think. Man, I felt oh, like you you, were, you
2: had those end goals going on like early.
0: Yeah, I know. Well, that
2: was the only there thing I only like caught on to. Points, it was like, I okay, guess. there's points on these
0: cards. I see VP, <laughs> so I will try to do these <laughs> <Claim> things. things. <laughs>
2: so be sure to check out our live playthrough we are going to be playing a bunch of different games some of those i'm sure you can go back and watch and like enjoy the experience of because we're going to be playing kind of with the audience in some cases so uh you'll be able to kind of join in on some of the fun that we had going on there and then we've talked this entire episode without actually acknowledging that welcome to your first ever podcast episode ryan and anna (laughs) Uh, As members, we technically have been on a podcast. Whoa, okay, I heard this trivia.
5: Yeah, we already checked that box. Oh,
2: very nice. Yes. Do you remember which episode it was? Nope. Give me the general... Anna knew. She was like, oh, yeah, it was this episode. I remember the timeline.
1: Do you remember the timeline?
2: No, you do it.
1: You're, yeah, his we're no, You're
0: right.
5: Yeah, 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 yeah. You're my wife. You get to you two or one flesh. Go for it. Uh,
1: we <laughs> helped with Gen Con in 2021. So we were here for the review podcast of Gen Con 2021 two years ago.
5: Yep. I remember that 100%. <laughs> yeah. It was a podcast that was a 200-something-something.
2: Something. We tried to look it up. It was too hard to find. <laughs> no, it would have been
1: like 150
5: oh, yeah, hun- or something.
2: Right, right. Could I, I tried to, to get there. One- 73 is where I was getting close to. Oh, okay. <laughs> Somewhere in that area. Mm. Uh, thank you guys for joining the show. Yeah, Ryan and Anna have been hanging out with us for a while now. They've been a part of Tantrum Con for the last couple of years, volunteering and, and helping run part of the show with us. And so uh, we've taken the opportunity to, to draw them in a little closer. And uh, they've been coming to some game nights and hanging out. And they will probably be, you'll probably see them on some of our shows. If you haven't already, I think they were on our last Saturday morning board game show. And uh, th- it wouldn't really be like an official welcome unless I... Busted out a secret game that I didn't tell anybody about. Oh, oh. snap!
0: We <laughs> used to have secret games right. that you don't tell anybody about all the time.
2: <laughs> I know. I've been I've been tripping. Ship. I know you guys too well. Yeah. Okay. So I've got some questions for you. Uh, I'm going to direct each question at the other person, and I'm going to need you to give me your best answer. Oh. I haven't confirmed these answers in advance, so you can make up whatever you want and sound really good. Okay. But here we go. First one, Anna. I need a game that would appear in Ryan's top ten list favorite game of all times if he were to make a video give me one you got 10 10 choices gloomhaven ryan, gloomhaven. ryan is that in your top 10 of all in time? my
5: top 10 of all time uh it might be it, yeah i think it would be in there yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> i think it would be in there the, here's the thing we are uh we're, we're currently i mean we're 10 scenarios in or something like that so my my crew and i are going through the campaign I'm the type of person, yeah, (laughs) I'm the type of person that I want to have the full experience before I really put a stamp on it, but
2: I, yeah, Gloomhaven's great. Enjoying it. Ooh, we'll take that as a correct answer. (laughs) Good job, soundboard. Right? All right, Ryan, a game that Anna hates.
1: That's an easy
2: one. Bloomhaven.
1: Bloom oh, wait, what? You called it, Larry.
5: Absolutely.
2: Really, anything that I like, Anna hates. Perfect. I knew you guys are going to be a good fit for this show. Love it. Did you try it, Anna? No. You could just tell from the look of it, oh, I'll hate this.
1: He's got specific guys night that they come over and it's perfect so that I don't have to play with it.
2: All right, I like it.
5: Yeah, once we break it out, she starts getting angry. It's weird.
1: <laughs> I still feed you guys.
2: Oh that's pretty you good. Us, Can't me, yeah, yeah. Alright, so Anna. Good. Ryan's favorite meeple color. What uh, game color is he playing with?
1: Blue or green.
2: Can't be an ore. We gotta pick one or the other.
1: I think he he ends up playing green more often, especially when we're with Will, because we'll always <laughs> <play> blue.
2: <laughs> is that correct, Ryan? I don't know if I would say it's my favorite. I would
5: say blue or gray would be my favorite. If I had to choose one, mm-hmm, it would be mm-hmm. one of those. So she was halfway correct at the beginning there.
2: She went with the blue, and then she tried to give Will credit. Yeah,
5: we're not. We're not. It's never a good idea. Yeah, we're
2: not giving Will credit. We're talking about Ryan right now. All right, Ryan. Anna's favorite gaming snack.
5: Anna's favorite gaming snack.
2: We already found out she makes snacks for Gloomhaven, but those are probably your favorite well, snacks. No, she makes food, food. For oh, full on meals. Yeah, it's full on meals. Gloomhaven yeah. takes a long time to play. Oh
5: yeah, that, that's the thing. We, it's a job. It's a job. But someone's got to do it. Uh, snack. I mean, really, lately you've been eating those meat sticks to get perks. <laughs> I mean, that's.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and his favorite
1: snack? Protein.
2: And yet, you chomp on those things.
1: <laughs> <What? It> happens <laughs> to be a chomp bar. <laughs> <laughs> Not during gaming. No, this, this is a normal life snack. I, mean,
4: I do have to say, I've attended a number of game nights that they've hosted for some big groups. And we've had some amazing food. Oh my
5: gosh. Absolutely. She does do it well.
4: Yeah. Like we did
5: Smoke smoked nachos.
4: Smoked nachos. One of my new favorites.
5: Yeah. That was bomb. It, we also yeah, did build your own. Yeah. Build your own nachos. We did a, uh, a potato bar, a baked potato bar. We did that on the Traeger as well. That was incredible. International
1: and then, night was probably the biggest hit,
5: though. Mm.
1: Um, we've got people from. I I grew up in Brazil, and then we've got people from Russia who brought food, and then we brought, had some people had German food, Dominican. Somebody brought McDonald's hamburgers (laughs) for Americans, so. Yeah,
2: and he ate most of them. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Excellent stuff. All right. Ryan, or no, Anna, Ryan's favorite board game mechanic.
5: Wait, sorry, pause. Can do we, we go back? I mean, so meat sticks, do you have a snack? Clarify. I mean, how did I do? <laughs> I know that it's not like your favorite, but that's what I've been that's what you've been snacking on.
1: Well, we usually play games at night, so I'd say I, I reach more for like a dessert type snack if anything. So,
5: but ice cream or
1: Ice cream or cookies, brownie, I don't know. Meat
2: flavored ice cream? Mm, meat no. snack? <laughs> Frozen meat
1: sticks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry, go ahead. Favorite board game mechanic, so roll and ride, dudes on a map, dice placement, deck building, worker placement.
1: Worker placement.
2: Worker placement, she says. What do you think, Ryan?
5: I would say it's probably guys on a board, but worker placement's <laughs> great, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, my, my crew and I, is. We, well, it's, it's plenty of them. I mean, we like those co-op experiences. We have a lot of fun with those. dice throne adventures things like that
2: Mm -hmm. all right ryan what is the last game most recent game you've played
5: with anna the most recent game i've played with anna we played junk drawer right
1: we played So Clover yesterday. Uh, sure. I mean, <laughs> as, as we all learned
5: I on this that counts.
1: We played several games last Monday at yeah. community game night too. So,
5: but yeah, I think Junk Drawer was the last one we played that
2: night. Just the two of you. Okay, oh. and then uh, finally, and this is a tough one, but I feel like you can pull it off. The first game you ever played with Ryan. Tell us that story.
1: First game we played. I remember the video game.
2: We played overcooked.
1: Oh, okay. Board game.
2: Was it was it at our
1: house? We went over to your friend's Maybe. house and we played You invited me to a game night with your friends from church. I don't remember what game we played. Monopoly. But I remember what it was, like Settlers of Catan. Yeah. Who was yeah, the there? Experience. I can tell you who was there. We had pizza. <laughs>
2: yeah, and I, I don't remember We knew you wouldn't remember. We thought Anna might, but uh, we'll take Overcooked. That was pretty good. I I didn't specify board game. Yeah. I thought this would be a segue opportunity for Sarah to talk about the first game we ever played together.
4: First game (laughs) we ever played together was Uno. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We played 33 games, and I lost every single game, even with (laughs) Will cheating to try and let me win. He couldn't cheat (laughs) to give me a victory. It was that awful. It was but a then time. we turned around and play, played ping pong, Whew. and he got smoked.
2: I did. I don't know if it was 33. It was a large number. It was like an hour's worth of Uno, and literally by the end, because I was like, well, we'll just quit as soon as, you, as soon as you win one. It can't be that hard. And then like 30 minutes later, we're still playing. I'm holding four draw four wilds in my hand, and I'm like, uh, Pass. <laughs> drop, drop, Can't we we got to go home. I don't know how long we're going to be here for. That was a good time. All right, well, excellent. Thank you guys for giving us the rundown. And we're, I'm sure we'll pull some more stuff out of you guys' brains as we get into this, but uh, hopefully, you guys at home introdu- got an opportunity to be introduced to some of their uh, background. Brazil and all kinds of crazy things were coming out in that game. So it was, was a good time. We'll try to get some more of these last minute surprise games put together for y'all.
5: Yeah, it was fun. Thank you.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, be sure you, everybody that's listening, check out our Kickstarter. We'd uh, love to have your support on it as we head into season 10 of our media production career. Ryan, do you remember the first game we ever played together?
3: Oh, I don't know. It, Steam Court. Yeah, probably.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it might have been the precursor, um, you know, oh, the thing that yeah. Steam Court is. What did he
2: call of it? Of scum? Court, no. Oh, yeah, Scum. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I'll have to think back on these things. Yeah, That'd be be a great story if that was it. The game that turned into Steam Court is the first game we ever played together. Love it. it. Let's say it. Let's make it a fact. (laughs) You heard it right here. Episode 2. I don't know what episode this is, but (laughs) thank you guys so much for tuning in. Hope you have a fantastic week. Go check out our Tantrum House page, Tantrum House Kickstarter, Tantrum Con, dates, all the good things. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.
5: Bye!
3: Thanks for listening to the Tantrum House Board Game Podcast. If you liked any part of this at all, find and follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and tantrumhouse.com. Like us, share us, email us, call us, or send us a postcard to Tantrum House, 306 Barry Drive, that's B-A-R-R-Y, Greer, South Carolina, 29650.